1: Okay, so uh, guys, yeah, hey friends, yeah, we have something I guess like exciting, special, this unique, is unique. I don't know; it's not that unique. We literally took this concept from another podcast. You said, yeah, we took so <laughs> who took it from another podcast? <laughs> we took it from another podcast. Okay, so this is something that Scott was talking about uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which was talking about the th- I think the thing that we talk the most about on the nine to five entertainment is professional and wrestling and hockey. Yes, but but those are impossible that, to <laughs> rank. <laughs> That's impossible to rank. Who 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 is the best wrestler? Please <laughs> who can we stop talking about <laughs> professional wrestling? Please, guys. So it's the thing that we the thing that we talk.
2: About we d- we all love movies. Every right.
1: episode we talk about movies. I think except maybe last episode. Oh no, no we, we did. Talked we, talk, we talked about Nightmare on the Street. Yeah. Um, every episode without fail, like video games come and go, comics come and go, wrestling comes and goes, whatever. But every episode, we're probably going to talk about a movie. Yeah. So Scott thought about the idea of building an ever-growing list official of list official mm-hmm. list of what the 9 to 5 entertainment system believes to be the greatest movies of all time
2: no no what are the greatest movies That's of right, all time
1: right yeah. which are what are the greatest movies of all time I, we get to decide that <laughs> yeah exactly for as, everyone um, forever um, Forever, for That's everyone, right. forever. An interesting thing happens if you, if you run a pop culture podcast for more than 100 episodes is you become an authority on films, uh-huh. an unquestioned
2: authority. Yeah.
1: You become beyond reproach in your opinions on movies. Well, you,
2: you, can, you can question our choices. <laughs> Feel free to question our choices. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so the, we, we came up with a scientific method uh-huh. of how to build our initial pool of movies. We're, we have a list of 10 movies, and the method that we used, or that I used, Was using the tags on the 9 to 5 Entertainment System podcast, I found out which movies we talked about more than once. Mm -hmm. So the movies that we're going to be talking about today are 10 movies that have been spoken on the 9 to 5 Entertainment System either two or three times. So using that as a basis of movies that are undeniably the greatest movies of all time, Mm -hmm. because of course they'd be great, because why else would we talk about them multiple times?
3: I don't know. Sometimes we talk about shitty things multiple yeah. times so because they're so yeah. shitty. Yeah.
2: Well, that's <laughs> okay. why we're going to rank them. Th- that's right.
1: That's why we're going to rank them. We're okay, going so we to break it down. We looked at this list, and we came up with I – mean, You I don't feel have to go through the list. Credit, just, no, 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 credit no, 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 where I,
2: credit's due, though. I want to give credit to the War Rocket Ajax podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Wilson and Chris Sims do this for comic books, mm-hmm. and those story, those podcasts are exceptionally good listening. So, mm-hmm. And do the, they have more than 100 episodes? <laughs> like so, 300, so they're like unquestionable authority. That's yes, right.
1: Their their opinion on comic books are beyond reproach. Chris right? Sims so has made
2: multiple appearances on the Daily Show as the official Batmanologist. Nice. Crazy. Like, that's yeah, his that's, thing. That's
1: that's pretty Ooh. serious. So do we want to? Okay. So do we want to start with? I feel that almost any listener, any real listener of the nine to five entertainment system, probably has an idea of where our high point is on the list. Yeah. Uh, but do we want st- to? I think we should kick it off with the low. Point. I, I agree. We'll start so with the lows. We should always, I think, measure ourselves.
3: Everything is looking up,
1: of right? The, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what's going on There here. was a film that came out in 2015 that, was, that Scott liked. I liked it, yeah. the internet hated. Yeah, really did. It was a 2015 American action comedy as directed by David Cope and written by Eric Aronson. Name that film. Uh, I was, Scott, you're the only one of us who's seen we're, it. So. We're
2: talking about Mordecai starring uh, Johnny Depp uh, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other people. He is a foppish art on man mm-hmm. uh, who is like inherited money He's old money mm-hmm. and hold, he's losing hold on.
3: hold on a second here scott are you telling me that johnny depp made a movie in 2015 and i cannot recall it how did that happen <laughs> <laughs> it had but it, it had a hype train right like it had a movie <clears throat> like a hollywood movie hype machine yeah, but, but like, then it
1: vanished yo yeah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Was yeah. It, it was because
2: the critics savaged in it in theaters yeah.
1: for according to Wikipedia, uh-huh. it was released on January 23rd, 2015, was a box office bomb and received overwhelmingly negative reviews. January movies, man. They couldn't just leave it at negative reviews. They had to add overwhelming, overwhelmingly overwhelming. negative. Okay, so I have a question, Scott. Did you read the books?
2: I did not read the books. Okay. But I did read the book based on the book. What? <laughs> Hold on. What? <laughs> was there
1: a movie novelization that was not...
2: No. What are you talking
1: about? <laughs> makes sense <of laughs> All this. right. So Immediately. The
2: the, the the Mordecai movie is based on a series of books. Um, By Kirill
1: Bonfiglioli.
2: Yeah. And a big fan of that book series right. is Hugh Laurie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oof, house. Yeah. Hugh Laurie. Funny guy. Lupus, yeah. yeah. He wrote a book Right. Uh, called The Gun Cellar, okay. which was like – he said, you know, if you guys haven't re- – if you like this book and you haven't read this book, these Mordecai books – uh, they're the reason I wrote this book. It's very inspired by it. It's something hmm. I wanted to do. So I read that book, right? but I never read the Mordecai books. Okay.
1: Holy shit. This film also, Anyways. man. Did you see the cast on this? I page? know.
2: It's cast it is crazy. Gwyneth
1: Ewan McGregor, Olivia Munn, Jeff Paul Goldblum. Bettany, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Like
2: It was fun. I thought it was fun, and the only thing that held it back was Johnny Depp's being Johnny Depp. Right. It was a little bit too much. It was a lot of, like,
1: wink-wink at the camera. Like. Ham, very hammy. Yeah.
2: Right. Very, very hammy. And like mustache twirling you gotta wonder if there's
3: like 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 a guy on set whose job it is to tell johnny to just like tone it down and like stay cool johnny be cool and then he that he was not there for this maybe it's i I feel like
2: the movie casting johnny depp knew exactly what they're getting yeah Yeah. and maybe they should have not not cast johnny depp (laughs) yeah
3: maybe hugh Laurie. yeah Yeah, that would have been really good and he could fucking do it deadpan and whatever
1: maybe here's the thing about johnny depp i feel that Terry Gilliam had him down and I feel that like before they got away from them Tim Burton had him down like Mm -hmm. maybe it takes like a real like a real director to be like Johnny fucking cool your jets yeah like Johnny Johnny just be cool whereas I'm sure there must start start acting and stop acting like Johnny Depp perhaps David Cope was just like oh Johnny Depp wee, you know like I don't know who this guy is like but I don't like I can't here's what I want Hollywood you ready? I want Martin Scorsese to direct Johnny Depp. Ooh.
2: Yeah, that'd be good.
1: Right, and then we'd be like, "Oh fuck, is Johnny Depp a real actor or but not?" But I
2: feel
3: like in a, in a straight crime film, yeah, like yeah, yeah. not not playing a character for laughs, be like a real
2: serious character. Did you like, see th- like the Ninth Gate?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
2: Johnny Depp great, can act in that movie. Yeah. In what was, it was yeah.
1: the movie where he played the Irish criminal guy. I didn't see it where he played.
3: Uh, <gasps> Public Enemies, where we played Derringer. No, we put Whitey mm. Whitey Bulger. Whitey, he didn't play Whitey Bulger in a film.
1: Yeah, he absolutely
3: really? did. Yep. The the Boston yeah. crime lord. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 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 Crazy. Alan says nothing to me.
1: Anyway, he's famous Boston crime lord, but yeah. I, I never saw it. <laughs> right.
3: v- vaguely, actually, um, the movie. Um, a huge crime, Scorsese film from Boston, The Departed. The Departed, yeah. like, was essentially based on Whitey Bulger, and is almost a true story.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Whitey Bulger uh, is, I believe, stepfather to Chris Nyland's wife. Yeah.
2: Hmm. <laughs> anyway, okay, so <laughs> this the is the
1: b- so. If you haven't seen Mordecai uh, Scott, you're you're okay with.
2: I liked it. I would watch it again. It, like the 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 test of. Could I sit through that movie again for, mm-hmm. for two hours? I, I could totally sit through okay. that movie again for but two hours. Still, but
1: you're still okay with like setting it at the low bar right now? No, right
2: now it's first on the list. Number one, Number Mordecai. One. Okay. The greatest movie of all time. So
1: now, Scott, in your opinion, also came out in 2015, Mad Max Fury Road.
2: Man, I know you guys hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> with better or worse than Mordecai. <laughs>
3: I, I have trouble with this. I didn't see Mordecai. I can't say if Mad Max Fury Road is I, better or I, worse I, than... I
1: can. I, haven't, I saw the trailers for Mad Max Fury Road, and based totally on the trailers versus the trailers for Mordecai, I can say that better.
3: Well, I'm not...
1: I'm, I'm, not. Gonna, I'm just going to go and float this out there. Mordecai was not nominated for a single
3: Oscar. Yeah, but we're going to use that as no, part of the not, We're not going to use that. I'm I'm not, not, I don't think I am. should. I like uh, those Mordecai did not
2: have a guy with a flamethrower flame guitar. At all, like that—that that just did not happen in Mordecai. So that's a point for Mad Max. 100. Mm-hmm. I feel
3: like Tom Hardy did not eat a lizard raw mm-hmm. and alive in Mordecai. Uh,
1: a man with a cod piece didn't, you know, scream witness me. Mm. No, Nobody didn't spray chrome on his didn't face. Didn't spray chrome in his yeah. mouth. None okay, hold that. on.
3: No, no. We're having fun here. Why was Mad Max amazing? Scott, I just want to hear Scott's opinion yeah. because
1: I mean, like, I—I yeah. I, yeah. I can't even mm-hmm. talk about Mad Max Fury Road. Because I've written like ten blogs. Because all on of it in the, the last blood. Because
2: <laughs> all of the blood is rushing into your pants right uh, now. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I've written multiple th- me, <laughs>
1: multiple blogs. We talked about it on the podcast all the fucking time. Uh, it is like easily my favorite movie of 2015, and like
3: probably def- of the like from 2000 until now. Like, exactly. like your like, like, movie. Like, your,
2: your mouth and teeth are painted with chrome <laughs> <like> right right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> Shook the can. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I'm sold and I was like, it's gonna be this is like one of my oh. be- favorite movies I would ever, say yeah. ever. Yeah. Definitely locks in somewhere on the top ten of all time for me. So I like and that's a fact. Scott, why is it good? You why didn't, you, didn't, like, love you didn't love it? I didn't love it. No,
2: no. Okay, what did you find wrong with it? Uh it's emotionally lacking? I it was found all it in very... the eyes. It was all in it... the
1: eyes and the the no words <laughs> I, I found
2: it. <laughs> I found it very hard to get invested in any of the characters. I appreciated the movie more than I liked it. I think I can see that. It like sort of the opposite of Mordecai, where I kind of liked it and knew it was kind of (laughs) garbagey at the same time. Uh, Production design. This is the time you showed
3: up at the club with salsa gum. And you were like happily chomping away while everyone else was like, What the fuck are you putting in your mouth? Salsa gum. To be fair, a lot of that, a lot of that,
2: a lot of my smiles about salsa got more to try to coax other people to put it in their mouth. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> practical effects, production yep. design, yep. costume design. Mm-hmm. fantastic I think, stuff. I think you can almost um, summarize
3: all that with attention to detail. Like, every everything that happened in Fury Road had detail to it. Even the minor characters had lines of dialogue that made you feel like you were witnessing something that was part of a bigger context. Yeah. I was drawn into the world of Mad Max in a way that no other action film... Not that no other action film has ever done, which they have not, but they have not <laughs> even tried to. Yeah. Like, Mad Max just took itself so, like, it, it wanted to do everything amazing, and yeah. then took the time and the effort to make it amazing. Mm-hmm. Things like world creation. Yeah. Yeah, the like, world creation is they they do, not, they do not take un- any time un- to,
2: to explain it to you. There's no yeah. exposition. but yeah. But every location that you witness in the movie, mm-hmm. or that is referenced in the movie, you can kind of figure out like gas town yeah you they don't say shit about gas town right. and you kind of have a picture in your head of gas town yeah. yeah like i like that a lot that's a really farm. good thing bullet farm same thing yeah, you're, you're just like, like that's i understand what that is yeah Yeah. because of the way
3: everything else works the context yeah, th-
2: yeah. and like not because they're like took a, a overhead airplane view to fly over to bullet the bullet farm yeah, exactly. and, like, show it to for a second. Mm-hmm. They didn't need to. Yeah. They created the world very intelligently yeah. and organically. The,
1: the, like, the language and the naming conventions and everything are just are so great. Like, even just, like, like, the bullet farm. Like, you're just sort of like, oh, like, I can, you, it conjures, like, they're, like, growing and farming bullets. Okay. This,
3: is, this is my favorite example of that yeah. is when they're talking about guzzling. They're not yeah. talking about gasoline, they're talking about guzzoline. and it gives you this like hungry, important, dangerous sense to the yeah, word yeah, yeah. that doesn't exist anywhere else, and it's just they don't even mention they don't have to explain it they just say like, it's gasoline, you yeah, know, exactly. and then you're like, oh, I'm on board <laughs> <laughs> I'm there, yeah. I'm there, I'm totally yeah. there yeah. exactly gross milk
1: milk mothers yep but then you're like, right. oh, but I guess drinking." Milk. Milk's
2: probably pretty fresh compared to fucking everything else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Compared to the it's probably got like nutrients, irradiated
1: everything else in the world. Exactly. Yeah. They're like a big tank of milk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it,
2: it did like see. This is a thing. Uh, Death Race. Mm-hmm. Right. I like Death Race a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything that I liked about Death Race, Mad Max did better. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 With the all exception
3: right. of the line of dialogue about shitting in the street. Fuck with See who
2: shits on the sidewalk.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But like,
2: that's what I mean. That's why I find it hard to, to rank this movie. Just there's a lot of stuff about it that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't care about Max at all.
1: You're kind of not
3: supposed
2: to. Well, I feel he, I find that kind of strange in a movie called yeah, Mad but, Max. Yeah, no, he, but every he has,
3: is continuously a character of dubious heroics. Like he's dragged into being the protagonist. Yeah, yes, in you know, But, in, in, but films, in the other ones, yeah.
2: in the other ones, Mel Gibson mm-hmm. has a certain charisma that sort of makes you root for him. And I don't think Tom Hardy really does that. I don't I think bo- he bo- can't because I, bo- I, I I do. I just I don't think he he was
1: directed to do that mm-hmm. i bought tom hardy as a crazy person yeah more than i bought mel gibson as a crazy person which is um, shocking i'm not Incredibly talking about it. shocking <laughs> as, <laughs> you, as you, bought? Actually,
2: you
3: bought real actor as a as a crazy person more than a real crazy person as a crazy yeah. person
2: yeah. That's not thing, like he seemed much but more. Like, on mel gibson does have a more natural charisma than a lot of actors in hollywood yeah. and those mad max movies sure like right. like are carried by it in a lot of ways
1: yeah so high water mark for now. Mm-hmm. We're going to say it's better than Mordecai. We're going to say it's
2: better than Mordecai.
1: Okay. Yes. So, now, okay. so the list now has two items. Two items on it. So now, uh, the film that John saw several times, and we're, we're going to go from the top of the list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the thing we probably mentioned the most on the podcast. Yeah. Star Wars The Force Awakens uh-huh. by J.J. Abrams. Co-produced, co-written, directed... Seven Star Wars movie made more money than anything in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. I feel that basically everybody's seen it by now. Even Scott.
2: Yep. Yep. That says something. A movie made last year that I saw.
1: Yeah. Seriously.
2: This was exciting.
3: This was a movie that everyone was waiting for. Mm-hmm. It, it like it, upon r- long reflection, I don't think that it was uh, like an unmitigated success. Yep. But it also was not an unmitigated failure, as the original prequels were. <laughs> so like it it kind of it fell in the middle. I think. Scott thoughts.
2: I really, really liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. I, I went into that movie being very skeptical about what I was going to see.
3: As should we all, after having witnessed the first three prequels, where we all had our expectations shattered over and but over John, and over. Yeah, again. but like the
2: hype train did nothing for me. The hype train made me say, hmm, I should watch that mm-hmm. at some point. Not, yeah, yeah. I gotta go wait in the line overnight to watch that movie.
1: I I kept myself spoiler free completely. Me too. Like, Amazingly, like yeah. I, me too. I just I just avoided everything. Went to go see it when it came out, and I mean, like like there was, it's it's the problem again. I think is it suffers from exactly the same thing that like New Hope and Empire and Jedi suffer from in a way. Okay. Which which is that they're like they're very simple and very direct and whatever. And I I really don't think those three movies are super great i just i've seen them a thousand times and Mm -hmm. they're like part of my childhood and they're like integral to everything i love but as films like if they existed in a void i don't think they're the best fucking movies ever made they're they're great but like i don't i don't think force awakens is as good as the one the the originals but i don't think it's so much worse but i don't think the originals are that great to begin with like i think we're no you're really wrong about that you think they're that fucking good uh uh I rewatched New Hope and I was like, Yeah,
2: A New Hope is fine. It's not it's not but the it's next the two are really good. Of, yeah. The you next know, two I are really Jedi. good. I find
1: Jedi is rougher than New Hope. No way.
2: Ewoks are rough, but the direction in Jedi to keep three action sequences and, going on at the same and, and, time and in the
3: in the eighties, right? Like this was like what? ratcheting
2: yeah. up the tension for all of them, like yeah, Luke like, versus Vader and the Emperor, that, that and was Lando an versus the Death long Star
3: climax to the trilogy that actually delivered on climaxing the whole freaking thing. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah, not yeah, a lot yeah. of movies that have ever Han, it up. Han
2: and Leia in the jungle and Lando in space and Luke with Vader and the yeah, Emperor yeah, yeah. all. Ramping up at the same time, and like you see them try that in the prequels, and it works horribly. It's so bad, yeah. And, like it's so tough to do, and they do it really, really Let's well. Stick There's... with the Force Awakens, yeah. though.
3: Yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't have any problem putting it underneath Mad Max. I think Mad Max was like revolutionary in terms of action filmmaking. Or, whereas Force Awakens was, was new just part two, right? It was, <laughs> it was like it was really good, but I don't think that it was revolutionary in any way, shape, or form.
1: Scott, I feel that you would put it.
3: Than Mad Max.
2: Uh, if I had to rewatch one of them, I would rewatch Force Awakens.
3: Crazy, but but hold on. Like I have rewatched both <laughs> of those movies probably four times. So yeah. I like. I don't know. I, you I, you I, might change your tune after after having a thoughtful rewatch.
2: Maybe. I I'm willing to concede the point that yeah, Mad dude. Max Fury Road is going on top of Star Wars. This okay. next um, one,
1: but I'm interested in yeah. The, the, okay. so okay a we, movie literally i i feel like designed and like like conceived for me with, with like us as a target yes. audience yeah you scott
2: i think that if it was just you and me keith mm-hmm. that movie might be bone cop bad cop but <laughs> with john mixed in here yeah, yeah that movie gets thrown out the window and this next one comes in
3: what's the yeah. movie guys it's the cabin in the woods 2012 yeah yep. um I think I think you said something before where, like, you have to look at these movies without context, and yeah. I don't think that's possible. I think, like, properly understanding art in general requires context. Yeah. And your context makes you the, your understanding, your appreciation. Yeah, yeah. And The Cabin in the Woods is a movie that, if you're not, like, into horror, I could see why you would not get it. it but this movie is polarizing. It's a masterpiece. Is it really cinema. polarizing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I, ta- I was talking to Andrew, and Andrew was, like, he was so excited to rewatch it and rewatch it with a couple of his friends. And the people, like... Got up, went to the kitchen, started talking. We're like, "This is boring. What are you putting on?" For and Andrew was like, "Andrew's not even the biggest horror movie. He's yeah. like, this is, this is playing like an entire genre, like a fucking like, fiddle. like <laughs> well, not even like a fiddle, like an orchestra. Like <coughs> it's taking an entire genre, taking everything about the genre, deconstructing it into little pieces and fucking rearranging them in like a new and exciting way, like and commenting on it yeah. to
3: the viewer, yeah." as it's doing it, you know, and
1: and he's like, and he's like, people were like, this is dumb. This isn't scary. This isn't funny. I don't get it. And he's like, and you watch a lot of people ask them about cabin in the woods and you'll get that reaction yeah. and wow. i'll be like you you see you are because cuz i'm not the biggest horror movie fan but you want you still get the tropes you, but you like yeah. you read but horror that's it. comics and stuff well, like but I, like
2: m- evil dead a uh, couple of nightmare on elm streets and yeah. like i'm there i'm so into this movie Exactly. Right? Like, like
1: little ca- careful nods to like ringo and like juan and whatever like just a little the japanese stuff yeah. so it, obviously if you haven't seen cabin in the woods it's a, a send up on the pack of teenagers goes into the cabin and things go horribly awry, but the twist is that the whole entire thing is being orchestrated by like an unseen corporation that is potentially... Sacrificing them? Appeasing some sort of an elder god. By
3: sacrificing... By sacrificing
1: teenagers... Uh, in the constructs of a horror movie. So the whole entire thing is orchestrated, like the pot is extra strong to make them extra stupid. There's like pheromones to make the jock extra aggressive. There's the hormones. The archetypes
3: have to be killed in a particular order to appease the elder god. Yeah, and exactly that's it. So and, and it and it encompasses this global conspiracy where every culture has its own sacrifices to be performed exactly. to to satiate their own elder gods. And thus really explaining away
2: yeah. the the like European horror, or the Japanese horror. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah.
3: Oh fucking? man! Can you imagine the German Elder God? What kind of shit that guy is up it's to? just fucking. Yeah.
1: I, I still say the French. French is probably up there, given oh, the horror yeah, films. You're right, the right, French right. horror films have the maybe they, after they, the year two thousand. They have Mathieu in there to yeah.
3: deal with. <laughs> and Il est près de Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I absolutely put The Cabin in the Woods above Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I would Cabin too. in the Woods was a was a, is a like genre defining film. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, oh.
1: it's, it's one of the only movies I like own on Blu-ray. <laughs> like, I I, yeah.
2: I would put it above Mad Max. Like I, the way that it comes together and is scary and is dark and is funny in the way that a lot of horror movies are. Like that is, is it better than tough. Mad Max? I don't
1: think it's better than Mad Max. I think it, I think it lacks the direction that, that Mad Max has. Like, there's nothing where you could like you you could watch Mad Max on mute and still have like an experience, which I think is like something that's like interesting.
2: I will give Mad Max has better practical and special effects yeah the, the visual cabin in the woods or
3: it's just like like every every frame of painting there's a there's a famous show podcast thing yeah. um i think mad max is like that every every image yeah. every part of it is art capital a and the cabin in the woods is like it's a it's grindhouse a, capital g yeah <laughs> <But> again <laughs>
2: i don't think it's grindhouse capital g because they don't always explain to you what's happening you just kind of like you're watching to, it yeah. and you have a, oh, fuck, I get it. Yeah, moments. but but then again, but if I'm going to be
1: judging as a film, like, n- needing to know a lot of information to really enjoy the film is a bit of a detractor. Yeah, but in your context,
3: right? Yeah. The The cabin in the woods is, is like, ideal for your appreciation, and that, that matters. That, <laughs> that's part of why. I'd, I, I'd, I'd put it tight under Mad Max, but yeah, I'd still put it under Mad still still Max. It's still
2: under Mad Max. All right, that's where it's going to go. Okay. Uh,
3: well, Interestingly. Knocking these down. All right, what's up next? Did the.
1: By probably the inspiration, like one of the major inspirations for Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Another film that takes place in Cabin in the Woods, released in 1981. So this is our first film that was not released in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. The Evil Dead.
3: Mm. The Your, first one. The first, first one, one. First Evil Dead. Yeah. So did we really talk about that multiple times? I feel like we yeah. talked about other Evil Dead related things, and then our tagging system. We just whatever, man. Evil that's Dead. how that
2: works. So <laughs> we'll have to
1: get to the, we'll have to get to sequels at some point. Okay. <laughs> we
2: also talked about Cabin in the Woods twice, and it's really hard to do A without B. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we talk about Cabin in the Woods. We talk about Evil Dead. So, right
1: 1981 after. American supernatural horror film written and directed by Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. executive produced by Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Yeah, in the def- ca- career defining role of Bruce Campbell as Ash. Yeah. Uh, they go to a cabin in the woods, and there's a demon in the fruit cellar, and because they read from the book of the ma- they Dead. they accidentally yeah. read from the book of the dead, and then it's mayhem barns. ensues. Mayhem
3: ensues. Yeah. Um, budget movie. Budget movie.
2: Very impressive with what they do with the budget.
3: Absolutely. And and also like Bruce carrying something with his force of charisma, yeah. his personality, his his like ability to act alone on a stage and fucking carry <laughs> things. Yeah. Like. Uh, Oh, it's impressive, for a lot of reasons. It's really good. Just like yeah. yeah, exactly. The
1: budget movie The Monster Cam, I think is like the first. Oh, yeah. Probably, well, it's probably the one of the first monster cams. It's definitely the yeah. first monster cam that like I remember uh, seeing. 1981, man, to have like the monster cam. Uh, no, no,
3: no, no. It's totally been done before. Well, no, like
1: the Creeping Monster Cam. Yeah. Like, like Killer's View
3: is before. Absolutely. But Monster Cam like the racing through the woods that's that's kind of like one of Raimi's shticks, right? Even even like in the Quick and the Dead, he he <laughs> loves his like camera zoomy. Yeah, exactly. Family. But I'm
1: like 1981, and I'm like horror basically started getting like hard to find. Last House on the Left was like 77. Like mm. this is like this is pretty early in like
3: the world of horror. The world of like supernatural Halloween,
2: like, Halloween 77. Halloween was, um, two?
3: uh 77? Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Late, 70, that was late 70s, late 70s. Yeah. but it's only but I'm saying but like by like four or five
1: years before Evil Dead not yeah. like it wasn't like they were like holy shit Texas like you know I, I mean I feel that this one is kind of easily locks in under under cabin is there anything
2: oh I'd rather watch Star Wars than than Evil Dead Woof. Uh, absolutely. There's the uh, okay. the budget, uh, the the story is really long. Like this movie could I have been 45 we, well, minutes we'll and you wouldn't more lose anything. If we
1: ever get to Evil Dead Two, I but was going to say kind of let's not forget this is the first one. <laughs> yeah, Evil exactly. Dead Two
3: was a refinement, and then
2: even. The third one. Oh no!
1: Army Darkness gets Army Darkness is very different. It's like it gets way more hokey. But like we're talking
2: about the first Evil Dead here, and outside of Bruce Campbell, the acting is pretty atrocious. Yes. Yep. Um, The effects
3: are dated,
2: so so. (laughs) uh, Except for the tree rape scene, which is still disturbing, super creepy, like super disturbing. Yeah, yeah. and
3: legendary for a good reason. Legendary because
2: it was so freaking disturbing in a way that a lot of horror movies were not
1: so is there anything underneath I Morte- just just above
2: Mordecai Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> just above Mordecai just under Star Wars The Force Awakens we <laughs> have that's
1: a evil perfect dead. place and for was the was evil like, did they release a DVD <laughs> <And they laughs> said, just above Mordecai just under Star Wars <laughs> evil <Even then. laughs> dead uh, good stuff this next one I I think it's going to be kind of hard this is another one where the nostalgia goggles are like super strong on yep. this one yep the original Ooh. Back to the Future.
3: 1985. Yeah, because
1: we talked about it because it was Back to the Future Day in October, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, which is the day that they went to in the second future. one. Future. <laughs> right. Overboard future. Back to the Future 2. And then uh, after we're talking about Back to the Future Day, Sarah and I sat down and watched Back to the Future. Those right. Are the so two it came up right after. came up gotcha. right after. So th- th- I remember that why it came up twice.
3: Uh,
2: yeah. Beloved Michael J. Fox at yep. the height of his powers. Uh, Marty McFly, one of... Movies most iconic characters. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hoverboards. Which hoverboards. Are like, like, like yeah. No me, like, hoverboards in the first movie. Huh? No hoverboards. No in hoverboards. Because movie. Movie. Like, like, he, yeah, he, he goes back. goes right. back in time. He, he goes back to the fifties.
1: Okay. Th- the the thing about the Back to the Future series is like how perfectly it mirrors itself. Because there isn't a hoverboard oh, scene, yeah. but there is the scene where there's the little, like... The, 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 where the, he uses the, the hoverboard thing. in the second one in yeah. the 50s. Right. No, but no. But no. Oh, there's where he little, uses the little... little kids there's the kid's scooter, pushcart. and he kicks off a little push cart... To yeah. skateboard on. To skateboard yeah. on. So he still, like, adapts the skateboard for the time. So Marty McFly's skateboarding
2: prowess... Well, here's the is thing across, that makes that... A, well, here's the run. thing that, that makes that fantastic, is the movie makes sure to point out to you in the first five minutes that Marty McFly knows how to skateboard well. Yeah, like he skates across town. Yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly. Grabbing onto cars and ducking in and all that. And that that becomes a plot point for the rest of the trilogy. Marty McFly's skateboarding skills are like, on point for the entire thing, but yeah that's
2: that's fantastic screenwriting yeah, like yeah. it didn't just show up later
3: there's a there's a YouTube series where they look at the the timing of shots in the first film, the second film, and the third film, and they all, they all run identical cuts identical framing like yeah, like yeah. for for opening sequences they're, they're they're really 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 well put together but super we're just cool. talking about the first one super cool.
1: Uh, exactly. So, time comes One back in time to basically flirt with his mom. Yep. To and make the, his dad get into a fight with him.
3: Yep. And <laughs> um, oh, also he invents rock and roll. Yes, he also he invents rock and, rock and roll. roll. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: If you're talking about
1: these movies, were up there with Star Wars when I was a kid. If right, you're talking yeah. about
2: a movie that made science fiction popular with everyone,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: it's hard to say that Back to the Future didn't do that. And
1: also, just in terms of like staying power, Sarah. Never seen a Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Watched it like with only like pop culture knowledge of what it was, and like was like this was a good movie. She's like this was like a fun, good film. Doesn't like family friendly because there's time travel. It doesn't age as badly as it would if it was like a period, like just a contemporary 80s movie. Mm. Like because you're like okay, he's in the 80s and he goes to the 50s,
2: but he's always from the 80s. Yes. It doesn't say today, you know. It yeah. says 1986. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's it. So you're like, okay, so it, it functions as like a dual period piece. It, you, if, you know, if anything, like,
3: it is the real world that has failed by having us like line up with the series and yeah. not in fact have hoverboards, hovercars and mm-hmm. a dystopian future. Again,
2: second movie. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah 1985, nine, 1955. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. That's, that's all that, all that happened. That's so good. They uh, explain a time paradox in a kid's movie yeah, yeah, yeah. that when I was 10 I was like I understand what's yeah, happening it makes yeah. sense
3: he's fading out of the picture
1: yeah exactly yeah. his
2: hand is disappearing like yeah.
1: super good Uh I'm gonna say better than Star Wars I'm, I'll mm. put it I'm, I'm
2: perfectly okay what's, with that uh, what's I, I, above Star I, yeah, Wars i in Wars. the woods
3: Ooh, definitely oh shit
1: shit you guys <laughs> <laughs> better than Cabin in the Woods.
2: I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say it I, is better than Cabin I in think, the Woods you know,
1: I think it's better than Cabin in the Woods Do you? also. I uh, I, uh, I really okay. like Cabin in the Woods, but
2: yeah. I, I've watched Cabin in the Woods 3 times. And I've watched Batch of the Future maybe 30. Yeah. Okay. And it's quotable. It has one of the greatest villains in all of movies. Biff. Biff is one Biff. of the greatest yeah. villains in all of movies. Make like a tree and get, get out of here.
1: here. <laughs> uh would you
2: <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think if you made a top 10 movie villains of all time you could leave Biff off of that. You I, could. No, I, Jaws. Get the fuck Jaws out of here. it in the Jaws. top ten? Jaws.
1: Keith's top ten movie films of all time. Jaws. Jaws
2: wasn't even in ten years. <laughs> Okay.
1: was he? Every so, shark in a film is Jaws.
2: So we're squeezing it in there, number two, Back to the Future? Back to the
1: Future is number two, man. I,
2: I, think.
3: I actually think Cabin in the Woods has more to say about films. In, within its context, it's a better... Movie, but mm-hmm. I but I will acquiesce. But but like guys. there's a, there's a thing
1: there's a thing you, and, I, and I, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I feel that like if we didn't watch Back to the Future as children, I don't think we would be prepared to enjoy Cabin in the Woods. What? Because Back to the
3: Future is a horror film.
1: No, it's a, it's a science fiction film, but it's also it's a fucking genre film, is what it okay. is. It's like a hard genre film that they sold to us as children, and I don't think any of us has a love of genre film without a film like Back to the Future somewhere.
3: Uh, I totally disagree. I, like, I don't I, think I can, so. I can see like ha- it having more of an impact in our lives, which I think it did have more of an impact in my life than The Cabin in the Woods yeah. did. But I still That's
1: think... why it's our list, man. I know. That's, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm willing to concede this <laughs> yeah, yeah. point
3: because I, I don't feel fiercely about this. I just feel like Cabin in the Woods is a little better. So Tell, me, totally tell okay.
2: me the name of your favorite character from Cabin in the Woods.
3: Cthulhu? <laughs> Cthulhu's not actually in Cabin in the no, Woods. No, but it's me. I'm Cthulhu. I'm uh, Cthulhu in the movie The Cabin in the name, Woods. Name
2: any of the kids. It's in not relevant. Though. That's the name, point. Name, like, the two the, scientist guys. The two <laughs> scientist guys. Like, the. the m- if you were ask me to one character and say I'm going to live or die on it, I'm going to say mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a mermaid. I was, I was actually going to say no. It's psycho hobo zombies, not not regular. Right? but like
2: you can talk to Heaven. anyone Heaven's and say my movie. <laughs> and, and say Doc Brown, Marty McFly, and Biff Tannen. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Well, you got you guys raised very good points, um, and I'm happy to concede this point. All right. So Cabin in the so Woods so is now number two underneath. Mad- is there a chance it would go above Mad Max? Mm, Just while while we're here talking I don't about it. So.
1: I, I, I have it hard – you don't have it over Cabin in the Woods. I have a hard time putting it on Cabin the Woods. I wouldn't put it over Mad Max. We need to sneak one in, guys. It's not on the list. I would not
3: put it above – Well,
1: we're going to pop that – Do it now. What? Crush Groove. Crush Groove. we going to talk about Crush Groove. The only movie that we spent – got together as a foursome and watched Crush Groove, which is basically a glorified uh, record album selling Void by Def Jam Records – Starring, I guess, Russell Simmons
2: by by Russell Simmons, right? By Russell Simmons, Simmons.
1: telling the rise of rap, rap ish, a a fictionalized version of rap, a a very fictionalized history history of rap, a a fictionalized
2: history of Def Jam Records, right? Yeah, okay, presented as a history of rap. Yes, presented as ignoring ignoring what wasn't Def Jam rap with a super
1: handsome person in the role of Russell Simmons instead of a (laughs) cross-eyed guy with a (laughs) laser. You remember Crush Groove, the main character? I remember. But I, you know I, that Russell Simmons is like literally has a lazy eye and a lisp? No. And now think of the super sexy character in Crush Groove. And that's who Russell Simmons cast as him. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else plays themselves. <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. Uh, uh,
2: featuring very heavily on the Fat Boys.
1: Yeah, Fat Boys, like the rise of the Fat Boys. And like a cameo by the Beastie Boys. Like squeezing and, uh, out the Beastie Kers- Boys. Curtis Blow uh, all over there. Curtis Blow and is important. are super important in it. There's really no. That's well, because country. Russell Simmons' okay. kid
3: brother is in Run DMC. Yeah, <laughs> I, I found it fun, but I don't. I would put this down there with the. Yeah, Mordecai, oh yeah, exactly. Like,
1: I, I feel this tumbling all the way, all the way down.
3: We're looking towards the lower half of the list. Okay, but yeah, yeah, you're yeah. the only one here who saw Mordecai. Would now you put it, it, you it above you're, or you're below? Gonna, you're gonna have to make the
1: call. Is uh-huh. Crush Groove above or below Mordecai? Because like, none of us can. All right.
2: Like in terms of Hollywood production, i uh-huh. say Mordecai has it has it much better. That's not well. A
3: hard,
1: yeah, yeah, but I mean, like Crush Groove was made for like fifty thousand dollars. Uh, like, yeah. In, in but below.
2: Mordecai <laughs> does not have LL Cool J threatening to kill a bunch of people that's for true. no reason.
1: He just wants to kill everybody, then he gets wrecked. Uh, Made man. extra sad because, isn't that, that's how DMC died, right? Wasn't he shot? LL Cool J killed him? No, but he, was kill, but he was killed in a studio when a guy came in and pulled a gun, which yes. I was like, that was what LL Cool J threatened to do in Crush Grove.
2: Man, this is really hard. Guys, I don't know. This is, you gotta make the pull the this trigger. Is on you, man? I know, I know. Like I really I'm, like. I'm
1: in, without having seen Mordecai, I'm inclined to put Crush Groove as above Mordecai. Like that movie was like a delight.
2: Like, it really was because yeah. it delivered on everything that you thought it would be exactly. in every level.
1: Just like maybe too much Curtis Blow. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't too much <laughs> so Curtis, Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow's b- impact to
3: the music world. He made the breaks. I get it, but I still he introduced you to them. His name uh-huh. is Curtis Blow. And you these got these other breaks. The breaks. Yeah, I, know, I, I know, know how it goes. The breaks.
1: Come on, I I'm, I'm without having seen Mordecai, I'm pushing for it above Mordecai. I would put
3: I would put it above as well.
2: Uh, so would <laughs> I, except for the Fat Boys. There was so much Fat Boys stuff. Oh,
1: in it. you can't eat.
2: Like you remember when they? <laughs>
1: oh, you can't eat. That was There's really whole, painful. And also, they were all dead from being fat.
2: Yeah, and that was like as painful as watching Johnny. Are all it up. three of them? No, two two of them. Two are of dead? three.
1: Yeah,
2: that's pretty harsh. Come uh, right. on, we're gonna put it between the Evil Dead and Mordecai. Okay, okay.
1: okay. all right, we gotta we gotta keep this moving. Yep. 2012's Funeral Kings. Yep. This was fucking fantastic. This was. A movie about kids who are altar boys. I have
3: rewatched it. Yep. And I, I, did, I found it a little rougher on the rewatch. I wasn't like as enamored with every second of screen. I
1: rewatched it with Sarah also.
3: and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I still loved it. Like don't get me wrong but it's I it. still think I, I, I'm. this is not a flawless film.
1: Two altar boys who are like wannabe badasses who then hang out with a young another altar boy who just kind of wants to be an altar boy and they make yep. fun of him a lot and they just kind of go drag on drag him on, on into their world. Yeah. Yep. Of like Wanting to light off fireworks and read pornos and shoot guns and steal videotapes.
2: I haven't seen this. Uh, I have I what do you guys? I think it's think a fucking this.
1: fantastic independent movie. It's really interesting to see kids being kids instead of having like Hollywood like guys who are eighteen pretending to be kids. Uh-huh. Like these kids are all all look and act like some of the most believable kids I've seen on screen. Absolutely. Short of the film, kids. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I would put it above Star Wars. You put it above Star Wars. Yep. Even just uh, above. What's up? What's right above Star
2: Wars? Cabin in the Woods.
1: Definitely ain't beating that. Yeah, I agree. I would slot it above Star Wars. Scott, can you defend Star Wars?
2: I just I, I feel like you're talking about a bunch of people that weren't really big stars, and Star Wars The Force of Weekends like, has that. like
1: it doesn't have anybody who's stars. It doesn't work. have kids being kids.
2: It. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, like, if you're talking about game. like a, a, a performance by people who were not big Hollywood stars, yeah, outside of Harrison Ford, like, there's not a whole lot of yeah, Hollywood right. star power carrying that movie, sure. And it's still,
1: but real performances about character, like, here's the, th- this is why this is why I put it above Star Wars. Why I would agree with it is that I do not care about any of the character story arcs, and none of them develop, and none of them show any growth or maturity or change in Star Wars. Whereas that is pretty much what Funeral Kings is. Do about. Do you remember
3: Stand By Me? Yes, it was like like a, ki- a movie about kids that get mixed up into an adult situation, and it's it's like weirdly serious and and like heartwarming, and yeah. it, they're authentic characters, and you you like it's a story you're like happy to have been a part of somehow. Funeral Kings it's, is like the 2012 Stand By Me. It's the 2012 Stand By Me, right. and and like when I when I think about, I just
2: I I don't have a a hard opinion because I haven't seen Funeral yeah, Kings, yeah. but.
3: We are talking
1: about Star Wars. We are right? talking
2: about Star Wars The Force Awakens, which was a good movie.
1: Yeah, it was a good movie. And yeah. I feel that if it had the writing of Funeral Kings, it would be above Funeral Kings. Yeah.
2: Right, so we're going to slot it right in there Man. between yeah, we, Cabin we and the Woods. We can catch the flag
3: for that one. That's good. <laughs> um, how about
2: this?
1: Ghostbusters.
3: Ghostbusters. 1984. Ghostbusters.
2: This is a movie that I
3: love. This was a great film. Ghostbusters is really... This is going to be Fun- now we're,
2: we This is the exact opposite of what we're talking about. This is a star performance dragging an... A good movie into greatness.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. There's no reason this movie should be as good as it is.
3: Everybody involved in this was better than they should have been. Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis, like, Hmm. they were fucking hilarious. Can you you
2: tell me another movie where you really like Dan Aykroyd? Because. Gross point blank. Gross point blank, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But Race Dance is. Yeah, 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 for sure. This movie is fantastically quotable. Mm -hmm. This movie, I. Like. I, I can cartoons, name every character I in this movie.
3: I fucking Slimer. Yep, Let's just put that there, Slimer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, and and
2: again, Peter Albert- Venkman is one of the great movie heroes in movies. Like- this is this
3: is higher than. Funeral Kings. Yes. Do you remember Bill Murray fucking trying to flirt with the girl and then zapping the guy? Because yeah. he's the one with the actual psychic powers and mm-hmm. he's just not paying attention. Magic. Scream. Magic. Fantastic. Yep. And not a single line
1: of dialogue improvised by Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Harold Ramis' script. Yep. Just fantastic that they got that movie from what their original script was. What they were like
1: yeah. tra- time traveling and fighting werewolves. Werewolves and yep. shit. That, that was, that was, was a bad script. script. Yeah. <laughs> I read
2: that script. That was... That would have been a terrible movie. Oh. They made some right decisions in sorting that shit out. So Above uh,
3: Funeral Kings and below uh, right. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Man. I, like, I might put it over Cabin in the Woods. I might also. put yeah. it over
2: Back to the Future. Ghostbusters it, is It's is in the same category as Back
3: to the Future of like, childhood films.
2: Yeah. Which, like if, we, if we had to sit down right now, like we're going to stop recording and watch Back to the Future or Ghostbusters. I'd go
3: Back to the Future over yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. I think Ghostbusters goes under Back to the Future, in my opinion. Ghostbusters had two good films in its franchise.
2: No. It, it actually had one point no. five. No and Ghostbusters two is really bad. Yeah. And you're you're looking. Back to the Future.
3: That's what I'm saying. Back to the Future had like three good films in its f- or 2.5. 2.5. And then Ghostbusters it had, had 1.5. 1.5. Wait, wait.
2: We got Mad Max on the top of the list. Are we talking about how the other movies are going to affect its one no, movie's no, no, that's rating? Good. That's,
3: that's good. That's good.
1: Point. Hey, two out of three of the first Mad Maxes are very good. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, We're putting it good. right under Back to the Future. Right under
3: Back to the Future.
2: And, and right I, I above Captain and about
3: right after Back to the Future. Yeah. That's, that's where it belongs in history. All right.
2: So right now, sitting in the number three spot is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Nice.
3: Return to Newcomb High Volume, volume one. 1
1: in 2013. Uh, this is a trauma movie uh-huh. by Lloyd Kaufman going back to... You interviewed him, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I sat down and talked with Uncle Lloyd. Yep. Uh, this is the fourth Newcomb High film series, which is basically just like a high school thing where there's a lot of radiation. So... Mm-hmm. People mutate and then kill C- each can other. Can
3: you give like a sense of what a, this kind of film is? Because if people have not seen a trauma Newcomb High film and they sit down and watch one, they're probably not going to get whatever they were expecting. Yeah, so these
1: movies are just like low-budget, like balls to the walls, shit's going on all over the place on camera. It's like ADD cinematography where there's Dude. like throwaway jokes that don't make any Tits sense. Tits for no reason. Tits for no reason. Stuff going on in the background. Every scene is just jam-packed with silliness yeah and then
3: just like over the top gross out effects slapstick humor like like jokes that are played just with for crassness for no other reason than being crass like it's like lowbrow taken to but like
1: but like lowbrow with like a hint of like intelligence (laughs) like there's like a dash of self-awareness yeah well i take a lot of self-awareness but then but also like they'll be like somehow in a film like Newcomb High they're like it's also talking about like the fast food industry and how the fast food industry is like run and how it's shitty you know like it yeah. that doesn't have to be there but it's there and you're like you're what, like it what, almost what, doesn't help the argument against the fast food industry by the fact that it is there yeah, Paul, like Paul
2: Verhoeven light kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah like, exactly uh, someone watched RoboCop and, and Starship <laughs> Troopers was like yeah we could do that a little so bit this, with this
1: our- this movie is is like only the like. If you're not a fan of trauma, you can't enjoy this film. Yeah. And even as a fan of trauma, this movie, uh, like, fuck, does it is it better than it's Mortimer? rough, I, man? <laughs> like, it's, oh man, I, I I
2: haven't seen it, but I don't like trauma movies. I, I was right of that age when the Toxic Avenger really mm-hmm. took off. Yeah. And fuck those movies, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> like we can look back at at some of those like movies that like at high school. Yeah. We love I love, the, I love drama
1: movies, but I like I almost don't have a problem putting it below
3: Mordecai. Uh, yes. But, uh, absolutely. This this right. is like a genre film that takes its genre-ness to to such an extent that you, yeah. like it's hard to find a way to appreciate it, you know? Yeah. It's exactly. like exactly. Yeah, we're going to be cult and we're going to be cult by alienating literally everybody yeah, exactly. in every way possible. It's like almost
1: like, like the equivalent of like an hour and a half of like a movie screaming at you. Right.
3: Like, so, mission accomplished. You've alienated everybody. Hooray! <laughs> this, um, one, this next one is fucking... This is going to be hard. Resolution. Like, Resolution was... We love this movie. Uh, a horror film about um, two friends, one of whom is addicted to crack. And um the friend tr- the other friend tries goes and tries to like get him unaddicted by of to crack yeah, It's black. a guy who's
1: cracking a guy who's cracking yeah a guy on crack who's squatting in like an abandoned house in the woods. Yeah. and then his buddy, who happens to be outside of cell phone range, his buddy just going up there to basically try to get him sober or end the friendship. Yep like and that, then that is the core of the film, and then supernatural stuff supernatural shit happens goes down. ish. Like, you kind of get the impression that the site is sort of haunted. They find these cassettes. They find videos of themselves doing stuff they don't remember doing.
3: They find video of themselves having the conversation about them finding the video in the video. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like It's crazy. A little bit before that it's actually happened.
3: You're so invested in the characters because of the, like, well-set-up friend yeah. going to rescue his buddy that like when the horror elements creep in you're you're like almost not expecting it and as a as an aficionado of horror films this movie was it could have uh, it blew it, us away yeah, it could have played
1: straight like there, there didn't need to be a supernatural it could have played straight and it would be like a gripping drama yeah like when the fact that they like spun in a supernatural element without without any effects or whatever it mm-hmm. just just creepy shit like that all kind of ties itself together like it always seems that the the uh, the supernatural can only really express itself through a recording. Like they find old like cassettes, they find old vinyls that it's yeah. like embedded some of its like messages into. Like it, right.
3: it and and the whole thing was shot for what must have been four hundred dollars. Yeah, like, yeah, like it was it's yeah. so yeah. cheap. And the acting is fucking top fantastic. Much. So let's much. talk
2: about independent acting films right. like Funeral Kings right. and what's immediately above it, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> if we're looking at that area of the list. It it's in there. I would yeah.
1: I I'd put it over funeral under cabin. That's
3: my my thought. Like over funeral under cabin. Hold on, but all of this is above Star Wars. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> right. I just wanted to make
1: sure that the film <laughs> resolution is better than the film Star, Star Wars. Wars. The Force Awakens by J.J. Abrams.
3: Is it? Is I it think better it is. than Star Wars? It's better than Star Wars. It's better than Star Wars. Is it better than
2: Funeral Kings? Funeral Kings?
1: I think so. I th- I think it's a, a, a grown up slightly more mature version of funeral kings in a lot of ways Uh, no no no, you're do you know what i'm saying like the the friendships and whatever else like that it's close but i think that the to me the horror twist is more clever than anything the funeral kings has to that's a pretty good point like it's they're in very 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 similar creative spaces in terms of like what
3: they're about okay i will put it above uh above funeral kings below cabin in the woods And above. There goes Resolution. Star Wars. Wars. The Force Awakens. That's right. Uh, Man, JJ's becoming our whipping boy. uh, Rubber. He's still middle of
2: the pack here.
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, I find that Star Wars as a uh, measure for the middle... For mediocrity. Yeah. It is a measure for mediocrity. mediocrity. Well, let's... 9 to 5 is one word review of Star Wars. Acceptable. Mediocre!
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's in the middle of a a pack of movies that we all like. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, uh, it's above Evil Dead, and I think we all like Evil, Evil, Evil Dead. Yeah, but. exactly. Okay.
1: 2010 had a movie about a tire that could kill people with telekinesis. Mm-hmm. That movie was rubber.
2: <laughs> and that trailer was the most uninterested I've been in a movie in a oh really long the time. The opening shot
1: of this film is a tire, and it's just lying there on the side of the road, and then it wiggles a little bit, and then it stands up, and then it's like... Bow!
3: And then some sweet music kicks in. And
1: then fucking some Mr. Oizo fucking uh, Quentin Supreme music just like hits it. And it's one of the guys, it's him and one of the guys from Just Diz do the music. It's the fucking best. And then it cuts to a car. Driving slowly down a road, zigzagging, knocking over all the knocking chairs, knocking over little okay. shitty chairs. I, I
3: I have rewatched Rubber because it was on Netflix. Yeah. and I like I went through it again, and I found that it, it is too slow paced for the amount of content that it has inside of it. And mm. I remember when I was watching it the first time, I was like reflecting on everything that was going on in the film and like reveling in the in the, like, cle- the complete, like complete absurdity, the like Brechtian yeah, theater yeah, yeah, yeah. over the top. Wait, right? and it, it's in that theater tradition of just like ridiculousness to, to to point out the ridiculousness of life but i found it was too slow paced to hold up in the rewatch mm-hmm. and um i uh I'm, I'm gonna like it's dropping on my list consequently yeah.
1: uh, i i liked it i sarah i believe was appalled yes <laughs> uh,
3: I, I, I i would not have believed you if you had said she sat through it
1: yeah i yeah. know
3: she did sit through it i think, yeah? she, I think we watched it together
1: I think the three of us watched this yeah. at whatever. she was her. She was like, it's so dumb. Yeah. But there's, like, some stuff that just, like, gets me. Like, when they start to, like, but break.
3: about a turkey. They all eat the raw turkey or something, and they all get sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No,
1: but, like, there's, like, stuff where they start to be, where they're aware that they're in a movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, they want it to stop. And he's like, you're not a police officer. And just, like, tears the thing off the side. Like, you're like, what is fucking going on? You're yeah. like, what are these characters doing? They're the audience in the film. Of the tire that can like shoot lasers or whatever and kill people, like, yeah, it's fucking bananas. I agree, though, a little bit slow, uh, like, very weird. Yeah, all right, so let's like, talk
2: about independent movies, right? Uh-huh. With killer music. Yes, there's a section on the list here that is Evil Dead and Crush Groove.
1: Okay, <laughs> I would definitely I would above Crush Groove. I would rank, yeah, above
3: Crush Groove. I would rank rubber below Star Wars, I would too, but I would put it above, um, Evil Dead is Evil there. Dead. I would yeah. put it above Evil Dead. I think there was there was enough going on in Rubber. <laughs> it was like intelligent enough that I would I, I value that more than I value the like kitsch, I suppose, sl- like slasher slapstick of Evil Dead.
1: I think so. I would rank it below Evil Dead too. So you're putting it above
2: <laughs> the Evil Dead and below Star Wars, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens. Rubber.
3: Rubber. Good work. The movie about a
2: tire.
1: Uh, I feel like maybe another low yep. point here.
2: <laughs> Shooting for the bottom. Shooting for the bottom. Two
1: thousand and thirteen filmed in Montreal mm-hmm. the retelling of Romeo and Juliet that was the zombie film Warm Bodies
3: okay hold on hold on the, the retelling of Romeo and Juliet that is is like very exaggerated the
1: zombie's name is R that's right. and the main character's name is Julie that's so it's right the love story of R and Julie who come from two separate homes one you know being rich and living in the compound and the other being a zombie a zombie who wants to love okay and they hate each
2: other their families hate each other.
3: Let us also not forget yeah. this was the time that the Picasso was mentioned on the big. Well, screen. not mentioned, but it yeah, existed in was posters in the background.
1: Existed in posters, um, and they also redesigned Montreal. That the Big O was downtown, which if it was, we'd yeah, still have the expos. Yeah. You guys. Okay,
3: listen. The Warm Bodies <laughs> is going to shoot straight to the bottom of our list, <laughs> and that's that's okay. It was still better than it had any right to be. But like, was it worse than, than Russia, Return to Newcomb High? High. Was better
2: than Return to Nukem High. That's <laughs> so not all the way at the
3: bottom. You're right. That also, I think, puts it above um, Crush Groove. No,
2: no, no. no, no Return no. to Nukem High is the bottom, okay. Then there's Mordecai and Crush Groove.
3: Oh, I would also put it above Mordecai, I having agree. not seen Mordecai.
1: <laughs> 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 I agree. <laughs> 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 no, it was it was a f- like the the effects were cool. The zombie effects were cool. It? Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. The effects were, were really cool. pretty good. Uh, it had good actors, right? They're, like they're Nicholas Holt is is great. John yep. Malkovich was okay. Yeah, in a exactly. Small role.
1: The I feel that there's like a certain amount of bonus points from all the Montreal stuff that's around. Yep. Like them running around in the big O and it visibly being the big O. Yeah, but I mean... This movie's this list is for me.
2: No, yeah. this list is for the world and movies set in Montreal are automatically better. Absolutely. Like, that's true. I have no problem with that. Unequivocally. Yes. Like the film The Heist. <laughs> Man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: The like, reason any of us know what that movie was is because we watched it, because it was filmed
2: in Montreal. It also
1: had um, Marlon, Marlon Brando, Brando. who yeah. refused to wear clothes, so they had to put all of his scenes in a yeah. hot tub. Yep. Because <laughs> he was like, I'm not wearing clothes in this film. Okay, yeah, Warm Bodies <laughs> is, is a low point. I would rank it above Mordecai.
3: Yeah, but again, I, I don't know if I feel great. I but wait, hey, hey, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Before we lock this yeah. in, above or below Crush Groove?
2: Crush Groove is pretty good.
3: I would put it Crush Groove above Warm Bodies.
2: Like when I when I think I about feel like people need to watch Crush Groove to really like understand how I think that's fair. How like, fun it is. It's a fun movie. Warm
1: bodies also plays it a little safe, whereas Crush Groove is unabashedly being Crush Groove.
3: Yeah. Also if like when I think about stories I want to tell people and I, w- I would tell people about Crush Groove before I would tell them about <laughs> Warm Bodies. Exactly. If, like, you're, if
1: you're if you were to sort of like for the rest of your life you can only tell people about one of two films. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Crush Groove or Warm Bodies. Okay. Like, Crush
2: Groove. <laughs> Sorry. The, the 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 watch it again, sit down and watch it again, is pretty rough. In these two movies. Yeah, I would but, watch Crush Groove before I would watch. But watch it again Crush, with yeah. someone who's never seen these movies again. You want to watch Crush Group? Or
3: here's another good one. Like you're at a party telling telling tales. Yeah, it's gonna be Crush. Okay, this next one, holy yeah. shit,
1: man! Like this is, in my opinion, this is a tough one. Giving Mad Max a run for its money. Sure is. 2014's John Wick.
3: Why was John Wick so awesome?
1: Uh, because it was a neo noir action thriller directed by that's, Chad that's and David Leitch. They needed. Yeah, I'm giving outs to the directors okay, yeah, yeah. of one of the greatest films of all time, starring Keanu Reeves as John Wick. Mm-hmm. Was this based on a comic, Scott? Uh, not as far as I know. Like it feels like it's based on something. Is how good it is.
3: Like, well, okay, the, the star-studded cast, let's just, like, run down. I'm not going to do the whole list, but, like, Keanu was was a main character there. It's Alfie Allen, Ian McShane, John Leguizamo, Willem Dafoe. Like,
1: they're just all over the place. All
3: over the place. And this was, like, an action film that just, in the same way as Mad Max, like, made action art. Yeah. Just, this movie made action this art.
1: This movie was so and, – and also – like echoes a lot of what Mad Max did in terms yeah. of like well e- e- echoes predates it's a yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a simple setup it's uh, a retired hitman, his wife dies of cancer, and then his wife sends him a little puppy to help him like mourn deal with the grief and then uh Alfie Allen, who has like the world's most punchable face, yep <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah <laughs> like
2: yeah. short of uh Joffrey yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah he's making' <laughs> one two punch making
3: a good old <laughs> career on on being punchable, yeah, he exactly. kills
1: the dog. Then he kills the little dog and and end. then steals John Wick's car. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: And then John Wick goes out for vengeance. And then
1: John Wick's like, "Fuck this! Yeah, everybody has to die who's involved in this situation." Yeah. And then just goes out for vengeance. Stuff that like the direction, so the fights are so good. Every I, fight. I would actually
3: say the fights in this are better than the fights in um, Mad Max. I'd say the fights in
1: this film are better than almost any fight I've seen. Like, yeah. like yeah. fight choreography, like. Top-notch. No- top absolutely like it. Like it notch, it, it, yeah. it stands with the Matrix without the whoop-de-woos. Yeah. Like, without yeah. crazy bullet time and whatever else. It stands so, with the Matrix so, like, as a Something that John Wick does
3: thing. that really struck me. Every time he, like, kills somebody, he does the, like, finishing shot either, to the head like snaps their neck or, or, like, or shoots like shoots them, in the, them in the head just to be like that guy is dead he's not getting up it's like the seriousness of being a professional killer obviously with all the kung fu wire bullshit yeah. going on at the same time so it's like this marriage of taking it seriously and but of, it, I'm, it, I'm
1: killing the people I'm not
3: just like fighting through that's them. right yeah. like,
2: it, it, it does another thing with the cameras where it backs up and lets you see what the hell is going yeah, on no, yeah. no shaky cam a yeah. lot of steady yeah. shots and so like, the choreography has to be that much better because mm-hmm. there's no tricks to get around it mm-hmm. It's um, so good. It's it's really good. It does another thing we talked about that Mad- Max does is world building. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah that's this important. is not the real world that John Wick is set in.
1: There's somehow like a golden
3: coin currency. The magic golden coin assassin currency. That
1: lets you into clubs and like I'll give you a coin and this and, and like the
3: value of a coin is the value of a human life. It's one coin to assassinate people.
1: Yeah, and but like how much value is that? Like, yeah, it's I mean, a night in, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: it's <laughs> right, night
2: in the hotel.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's one night in the hotel. Like, you're fucking, who knows? And, like, the hotel rules are, like, so strictly enforced that when a girl tries to break it and then gets her, like, hard come up ins when she breaks the rules mm-hmm. of the hotel, like, it's not, you're like, oh, you don't fuck
3: around in the hotel.
2: And, again, not a whole lot of hand-holding in that. Not explaining
3: it's, it. It's also a movie that, like, if, if you know somebody who's, like, not super into action movies, mm-hmm. you could still recommend John Wick to them because mm-hmm. it's just such a well-crafted film that, like, the the fact that it's a great action movie is kind of secondary to the fact that mm-hmm. it's a great movie.
2: Uh. I would argue for top of the list right here because I feel like John Wick has character motivation where Mad Max has less. What do we have in second? I'm Back be... to the Future.
1: Okay, John Wick is better than Back to the Future. Yes. So now, is it better than Mad Max?
3: I would say no. I, um, like I can sort of see what you're saying about there not being a lot of character motivation in Mad Max, but I think that it is something you have to extract yourself similar to like... the world-building of Mad Max. They approach the character motivation the same way. Like, Mad Max himself is thrown into the situation, and he has to, like, get himself It's an identical
1: situation. Yeah. The world took away Mad Max's wife, daughter, and car. And (laughs) then he takes out revenge on everything. They almost have the same plot. Mm. Mad Max's character motivations are literally... I'm crazy and I want to kill everything because I have nothing left to live for.
3: I, I liked the characters better in Mad Max. Like, Charlize Theron... I like Furiosa better Furiosa than, was than better. any secondary character in John yeah, Wick. Yeah, she, she was the character in Mad Max. Yeah, she's the main character
1: in Mad she's Max. She's the main yeah. character. Morton Joe is better than any hmm, of the bad guys in John Wick.
2: Absolutely. I don't know. Alfie Allen's pretty freaking punchable. Oh, and it. Adrian Padlicky is, is also... like
1: Nux is also
2: a fucking... Nux is great. The five well, sisters Defoe, is,
1: is, is character oh, in John Wick really is real good, too.
3: Hold on, hold on. The witness me and spraying the chrome, and then suiciding and freaking blowing everything the fuck up. Yep.
2: Versus, uh, Ian McShane showing up, going, "You can't break the rules." Like yeah, at the yeah, end of the movie. Yeah. There, so are, there are super
1: cool moments. The but, yeah, but then John uh, Mad Max being like, "If I'm not back in like X amount of time, just fucking drive away." And then ostensibly the coolest thing that he does, which is walk into the like, walk into the darkness to fight. The bullet farmer. And then just come back. And then just comes back. It like out of all the crazy action scenes, they're just like, Nope. Not showing this one. This is Don't not an action to. scene that they're just is yeah. gonna show just boom 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 on the on the horizon, Mad Max comes back. Super badass moment. Like
2: they killed his dog, Keith. They killed his fucking dog. To be fair He's so he was so he was out. He was
1: happy. I feel like Mad Max's dog died at some point because he had one. I can't, I can't, oh, I can't do it. There's just no
3: way.
2: John that, Wick is better. The, the scene where it's, the it's cop, good, the, good, the scene where the cop shows up in John Wick at this when they when he kills everyone in his house, and the cop is just like, "Okay, I'm oh gonna, hey, it's John Wick." I'm
1: gonna Wick. answer you a yes or no question. that's gonna make up my mind. Is there a blind man playing guitar on top of a big giant bass truck and his guitar shoots flames in John Wick?
2: They killed his dog. <laughs> I feel like I feel those cancel lo- each other out. Oh, John Wick is a
1: lock for two. <laughs> I can't
3: do it. Yeah, yeah, mm. I think Mad Max is on top. John Wick is a lock for
2: All right. Two. It's going in two, but yep. um, under protest. Under, under protest. protest.
3: <laughs> okay. This is, is going to be another good one. This is, this, this is weird on how it fits
1: in. It's yeah, Hackers. Hackers. A 1995 American crime techno thriller. No, it's not. It is a 1995 techno comedy.
3: And by techno comedy <laughs> you mean fucking masterpiece. Okay. Let me let me let me go back in time. Two years earlier to that, nineteen ninety three, we John Lechman got his modem for his birthday. It was a twenty eight hundred baud modem. John six. Twenty six. No, twenty four hundred baud? Twenty six. No, it's definitely 26. not twenty six. Twenty four. 2400 baud modem, and, um, and I was like, quote-unquote, hacking my way across Telnet and McGill's networks and whatever. This movie came out, and it touched me in my special place. John?
1: Yeah. I, I want to ask you a question as okay. to whether or not this resonates with you or not. Yeah. This is our world now, uh-huh. the world of the electron and the switch. Yes. We exist without skin color, yes. without nationality, yes. without religious bias, uh-huh. and you call us criminals. Okay. Yes, I am a criminal. My crime okay. is that of curiosity. When, when they post And yeah, that's se- actual hacker Manifesto. When they
3: said that in the movie, I had already read that in text files that I downloaded yeah, from that, BBSs. Dude, this was my jam.
1: Yeah, that's like <laughs> it's it's 2600 hertz, which is the tone of the phone 2400 baud. It's definitely um, a baud mod modem. No, I know what I'm saying, but 2600 that you're thinking of, like the hacker 2600, 24. Is, yes, I know. Yep. 2400 baud modem. That's the 2600 right. that you're thinking of is the hertz, which is the frequency that used to open up payphones. Okay.
2: All right. So, looking at hackers,
1: we all know what some
2: it is. of the coolest people in a movie as far as movies on this list go. Mm-hmm. I think that group of people. Yeah. Just all of them. You're like Lord Nikon, serial uh-huh.
1: killer, crash and burn. Or, well, crash override and acid burn yeah. as a team are crash and burn. Crash override being zero cool beforehand. Oh my God. Zero cool. <laughs> what a fucking badass name. <laughs> zero cool is the greatest fucking name. Yeah. You, s- you see the, you see these <laughs> <Joey>. <laughs> kids,
2: you see these kids Razor and you're just and like, they're doing their stuff. They're having fun. They're going to parties and you're like. They're so fucking cool. Yeah, All of them are cool. Yeah. I want to hang out with these people. That's mm-hmm. right. Especially like, I want one of to go to that
3: Jolie before boob job. This is yeah. yeah. When I sure
2: yeah, but yeah. like like as a gang. Yeah. Hey, you like damn, you guys, I want to hang out with. them.
1: I wore baggy them. orange pants and goggles in my hair and a fur coat. Uh huh. Hackers was not like inconsequential <laughs> in dressing me that way. <laughs>
3: okay, so then I feel like when we're looking at the list, it's got a it's, it exists in the space of Ghostbusters and Back yep. to the Future. I feel like, it, it, yeah. it is up there for me. I I, I
2: yeah. It's not. It's not that high, though.
3: But it is that high for me. Yeah,
2: it's it's super important. But
1: I'd put it above the, Ghostbusters the, and the, below Back to the Future.
2: That's... there's no way it's above Ghostbusters. Really? There's no way it's above Ghostbusters. It is. Peter Venkman is one of the greatest characters in in movies. Zero. And, cool. the, <laughs> and the fucking don't forget the the bad guys in Ghostbusters like Peck is such a huge dickhead compared to the, the bad pl- guys in The Plague I mean,
3: is on the roof, man. Go check out the pool. It's
1: on <laughs> the roof. Scott, Scott, are you implying that The Plague is not an excellent film?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he he, he his skateboard into the office. <laughs> him,
2: him and his, and his, his, his girlfriend are, yeah. are terrible in that movie. Yeah, and then when they're on the screen, they're terrible. Yeah. The yeah. FBI agent, while it's fun to watch them torture him, Doesn't really deserve to get tortured. Yeah, it's total (laughs)
3: comedic relief.
2: Like, he does not do anything other than try to arrest criminals (laughs) in this movie. Okay, when
3: I think about movies I want to go back and rewatch, I would absolutely put hackers on top of Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'd watch Hackers right now. In in a heartbeat, I would put it on right now.
2: But it's not as good as Ghostbusters.
3: (sighs) But does that matter?
2: I it Okay, hang on. You're talking about putting it above cabin in the woods too.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: like, oh, that is yeah, way yeah, up there. I, do that. I don't know. Just below Cabin in the Woods? Just below Cabin
2: Just in the Woods is Resolution. Wood.
3: Definitely above Resolution. Yeah.
2: I'm perfectly okay putting it there. I like, yeah. I love hackers, but Bill Murray and Ghostbusters is really All right, fucking good. So, below yeah. Cabin
1: in the Woods, Cabin in the Woods is going to be a big one to. That's going to be too. super That's a super guy, a gatekeeper guy, yeah. <laughs> <A> Gatekeeper. <laughs> a gatekeeper. A gatekeeper is Cabin in the Woods. Are you better than Cabin in the Woods?
3: I guess it's true. Like, Ghostbusters, the amount, of, the amount of, like, my life that was spent watching the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, yeah. having all the fucking toys, playing with the like, toys playing and everything. Yeah. Uh,
2: I don't think that's a good argument, because the amount of time you spent playing on your modem is also going to be very similar uh, to what Hackers did to you. Uh,
3: that's a good point. Holy shit, my whole fucking life. But yeah, 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 35, guys, like, that's all I did. Again, I
2: think the strength <laughs> of that movie is how cool those characters are, and yep. not really the plot
1: or yeah, anything that happens.
2: <laughs> like, if that movie was the first half hour of that movie, you would probably still love it as much here's, as you did. Here's the
3: thing. <laughs> and anybody who is not, like, literally from our generation, from our, like, being born at the right time, will not get that, will never get it, and will never be able to connect to it, it in I'll, the way that, like, Back to the Future can resonate across generations. It's I, funny. I was And
2: too. I, like try to show it to like my sisters there's no way they would yeah. Yeah. enjoy it's, hackers it's
1: super funny too because it's just even a little bit older and it doesn't i was watching or listening to uh how did this get made the uh mm-hmm. the paul Shear cool. and jason Manzucas podcast and they like they were like hackers is fucking dumb it's fucking stupid and then i looked it up and i was like oh they're like 38 39 yeah and i was like you're just a little too you old missed it, kids you're yeah. too old like to have wanted that yeah you know like, I'm like and my brother i don't think loves hackers and he's 39 like mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you're like, there's. Like, I'm
2: I'm probably the the old end of that. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, I, and I was a more geeky kid than most kids. Yeah, like, there, my, there's
1: like a, if you're, like, too old or too young, you're like, this movie is. So, this movie garbage. came out my
2: senior year of high school. So, I was just going into C shop
1: Yeah, exactly. But if you were already in college when Hackers came out, you'd be like, this movie is kid I, stuff. I and was dumb as 14,
3: shit. and I had a brand new 2400 baud modem then. <laughs> like, I cannot. <laughs> yeah. 14, 4. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you mad enough to handle it? Yeah. Exactly. Right. I'm done. Right, we're gonna so wrap. Mm. We got one more. More. one more. One more. One
1: more. Wrapping up with 2015's Jurassic World.
3: <sighs> I really liked this movie.
1: It was not a good movie. It was a great movie. <laughs> <You know.
3: laughs> No, it was fun
1: Jurassic world I would okay like my mine immediately goes to Star Wars in terms of Blockbuster, and I put it over Star Wars no, I, way. no way no way I hundred percent put it over Star Wars nope. it had, uh, had Enzo and Big Cass in the form of Velociraptor.
3: it absolutely and did and I, but
1: it had Chris Pratt in a character that I cared more about than anybody in Star Wars like nope. it, it One, all, no it hit
3: all no. the <laughs> notes that I wanted out of a Jurassic Park movie, but it's still like just fuzz what's ra-
1: what's, ra- what's right under star wars
3: uh rubber. I would happily put it above rubber and below Star Wars. I think
1: that I think that's our blockbuster. And zone. Let's also say our like, good blockbuster. Yeah, like zone. it's like,
3: it's in the same cognitive space as as the new Star Wars. Like Star yeah. Wars could have done something to make itself deeper, and it failed to distinguish itself in that manner.
2: But Jurassic Park didn't even try. Didn't even try. Yeah, yeah but it, like. Okay, but here's the thing. If that... you uh, Jurassic World didn't even try. Jurassic Park
3: was great.
0: Jurassic yes. Park is fucking is, really is good.
2: significantly better than this movie yeah. because it had a sense of wonder, mm-hmm. and Jurassic World. Had a mean dinosaur, it, but but it had a mean dinosaur. That was what it was but going it for. It gave
1: us what we all wanted as children,
3: which okay. was good guy dinosaurs. Okay, I, I get it, but listen, man, like it, we all wanted good guy dinosaurs are, always. Are you, but they were are stupid. You selling fan service because that's what this movie was. 100. Yeah, I don't. But I feel that Star Wars. Star Wars was did also. it better. <laughs> so I'm Star Wars did saying, it I'm better. Star yeah. Wars was also fan service. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's I, in the same zone. Which is why they're side by side on the <laughs> list, and why this one is uh, was underneath
1: because no lightsabers.
3: Is, if, that, is that all? If the dinosaurs had lightsabers <laughs> in their mouths,
1: <laughs> would it have been better? And then Chewie <laughs> shows up.
3: <laughs> and he fights with it, fucking shoots him with
1: the, with the bowcaster. All right. Here's,
2: here's what it needed. It needed Jeff Goldblum getting <laughs> tragically killed. Life?
1: Oh, finds what? <laughs> and, then,
2: and then getting tragically killed by a dinosaur okay, that he yep. helped raise. So what are we
1: calling like, this list, Scott? We discussed this. Yeah. Uh,
2: the official yep. title of that. Uh,
1: yep, yep. The greatest
2: movies of all time. In no particular order,
1: right, right, as okay. placed in order by us. As yes. placed in order by us. Uh, okay, so just i uh, run through them. The first eleven the list: mm-hmm. the greatest movie of all time is
2: Mad Max: Fury Road. Number followed two. by John Wick, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Cabin in the Woods, Hackers, Resolution, Funeral Kings, Star Wars: The Force <laughs> Awakens. <laughs> right in the middle, <laughs> Jurassic World, Rubber, The Evil Dead, Crush Groove, Warm Bodies. Mordecai, bringing up the rear. Return to Newcom High.
3: Volume one. I, I'm okay with that. I, I feel
2: I'm, this is I'm ex- I'm right acceptable. Yep. Okay,
1: so if you, I've forgotten why we're doing this. We're gonna add to this list every single week, basically on the nine to five entertainment system. We yeah. talk about a movie in the last ten minutes of the show. We're
2: going to put it on the
1: list. Find the place no. for that movie yeah. on the list. Every we're movie we
2: we're, we're gonna talk about moving forward. We're gonna rank on this list mm-hmm. and we're gonna and keep it updated. Send us a message if on the you website, want us. Right, we'll put the list yeah, yeah, somewhere. Maybe on the website. And I, I think people should tweet us movies that they want us to rank too. Yeah. Sure. Send us. Send us if a message. We're real dry.
1: We might, you know, talk about your movie. I'm not, you're, you're not going to no. rewrite the process for these people on Twitter, Scott.
2: Yeah, <laughs> compared to all the messages we'll have to sift through on our Twitter.
1: <laughs> one person, you guys should watch this. No,
2: no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have no enough time for this. <clears throat> I would say suggest anything that we do in the movie club is obviously going to do. Suggest movies to the movie club, and if we do a movie club, we're obviously going to. We've done one this movie club. Yeah, in but the we can.
2: Five we years can, of we're running this website. Again. We could probably talk for for one movie of a couple minutes compared to spending an hour yeah. watching yeah, but we, a two-hour movie, movie we haven't seen. No, if it's a movie we haven't seen, of course we can't rank it. And yeah, it's no, probably we beneath have our to, contempt.
3: We have what are you talking about? Mordecai is on the list. And
2: one out of the three I've, of us. I'm saying
1: it. Crush Groove did better than movies we had seen. And none of us are like, I hadn't seen Crush Groove until we made ourselves watch
2: it. Just suggest us movies to watch and yeah. to rank. Yeah, yeah. sure. Do Go that. It. Bye,
1: everyone.
0: Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number9to5dotcc, 95.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number9to5cc. number 9-T-O-5-C-C